Well, as I was preparing the service today, which had a lot of different parts, I realized that, well, with baptism and communion and the Apostles' Creed and the Lord's Prayer already in here, I was like, we're going to go through all of the confirmation curriculum in one service. So everything that Maddie has been studying in the last two years, you got all in this service here. It's part of why I included the Ten Commandments in, in our confession there. Therefore, you got, got everything that she's uh, re reviewed and studied the last year. And um, so today we got to see the baptism of Lillian. We got to see Maddie's confirmation of faith. And today is also Reformation Sunday, when we remember the Reformation begun by Martin Luther. And the hallmarks of this spiritual movement are known, or we would call them now, the five solas. And they are sola scriptura, scripture alone, solus Christus, Christ alone, sola fide, faith alone, sola gratia, grace alone, and soli deo gloria, to God alone be the glory. So these mean that scripture is the only inerrant, sufficient, and final authority for the church, that Christ alone is the basis on which the ungodly are justified in God's sight, that the believer receives the redemption Christ has accomplished only through faith, that all of our salvation from beginning to end is by grace alone. And because of these things, God receives all the glory for our salvation. And our scripture text today is Romans 11, 13 through 24. And it reminds us that we remain in God's grace by faith in Christ alone. So before we hear from Romans 11, let's pray. Dear Lord, give us attentive minds and hearts to hear your word, to receive these truths from you that you have revealed, that we might understand you better and understand the grace and salvation given to us in Jesus Christ, that we may take them to heart, that our strength may, they may, may be that our faith may be strengthened, and that we would walk with you always. Pray this in Jesus' name, amen. So this is from Romans 11, verses 13 through 24. It is the illustration of the olive tree. And it's the apostle Paul writing here. He says, now I am speaking to you Gentiles, inasmuch then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry in order somehow to make my fellow Jews jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection means the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? If the dough offered as first fruits is holy, so is the whole lump. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. But if some of the branches were broken off and you, meaning the Gentiles, Although a wild olive shoot were grafted in among the others and now share in the nourishing root of the olive tree, do not be arrogant toward the branches. If you are, remember, it is not you who support the root, but the root that supports you. Then you will say, branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. That is true. They were broken off because of their unbelief, but you stand fast through faith. So do not become proud, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. 
Note then the kindness and the severity of God. Severity toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you, provided you continue in that kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. For if you were cut from what is by nature a wild olive tree, then grafted, contrary to nature, into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these, the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree? So the wild branches, which are just as dead before they are grafted into Christ, the, the wild branches, they demonstrate how salvation is by grace alone. Because if common sense, you know, a dead branch cannot uh, move itself and relocate to a living tree and connect to it. Dead branch doesn't even know it is dead. Likewise, Paul here speaking to the Gentiles, hey, the Gentiles, they, they had no connection with God's people or God's word. They were not seeking his promises. And yet, Jesus Christ accomplished redemption for all people by atoning for their sin by his death on the cross. And God sent his word of promise, the gospel, that all who believe in Jesus for the forgiveness of sins shall become children of God. They should be grafted in. So God does everything. <laughs> he provides the salvation and he calls and lifts up the dead branch to reconnect it. It's like he sees that dead branch on the ground, which most of us, if we saw a, a dead branch that had fallen on the ground, you know, you, you, might, you might play with it, if you're a kid. <laughs> play with it, rip it up. Or you might say, hey, this will make great kindling for my next fire. Let's, let's put it on the heap. This will be make good firewood. But that is not what God does. He sees that dead branch and he, he picks it up and by his promise, he grafts it in and connects it to the olive tree, which is Jesus, and he gives it life. So you are grafted in by grace. Salvation is by grace alone. It is accomplished by Christ alone, and it is received by faith alone. And verses 18 and 20 warn us, do not be arrogant. Do not be arrogant. So in the immediate context, right, it means don't look down on the Jews who have not believed, who refuse to believe. But for us, it, it, it extends beyond. It says, hey, don't look down on your neighbor who does not believe. Don't look down on those who have left the faith, who have left the church. Because remember, nothing in you merits God's favor. You're not in because you were special. It's all his grace. Either you receive his grace by faith or you reject it in unbelief. Verse 20 says, they were broken off because of their unbelief, but you stand fast through faith. So do not become proud, but fear. So there is no place for pride in ourselves, but just a place for healthy fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. So those who reject God in unbelief are cut off from him. That's, that's the point of the dead branches removed. 
He also says, if they persist in their unbelief, they will be separated from him forever. So the question for you, for you, Maddie, for every believer, for all of us, is how do I continue in God's kindness? How do I stay connected in it? You stand fast by faith. You remain securely connected to God's kindness by faith in Christ. Because God's grace comes to you in Jesus Christ. So trust in him, trust God. God is kind. Verse 17, he has grafted you into the, he says, he describes the tree as the nourishing root. Some older translations call it the the richness of the fatness <laughs> to describe nourishing there. It's just abundant nourishment. So you are connected to the source of eternal life, of spiritual life, of life eternal. Verse 24, you were grafted in contrary to nature. So you didn't naturally seek God. You didn't go after him. He came after you. He sought you and saved you. And so God is able and always willing to save. Verse 23, and even they, I mean, talk about those, the dead branches that have rejected him, whether they be Jews who rejected him or people who were raised in the church and later walked away. Even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. In other words, those who should have known God best rejected him, preferring their own works and their own ways to God's grace. Yet even after such a rejection, God is willing and able to graft them in again if they will turn to him in faith. So remember this, God is gracious and kind. You are saved through grace alone, by Christ alone, received by faith alone. You stand fast by faith in Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, pray that you would strengthen all of our faith. Give us eyes of the heart to see our salvation in Christ and the, the free gift of grace that all of it is by your grace. May, we, may that just incline our hearts to, to love you and trust you more, to trust your goodness and to turn to you in faith to give up our ways and our works and to lean fully upon your grace. Pray this all in Jesus' name, amen.